0: Please open your Bible to Luke chapter 2. We'll look at verses 21 through 35 briefly this morning. Just so you know, uh, this Christmas morning we'll be speaking about death. Uh, (laughs) Maybe the unexpected. Um, I don't know about you, but... My three-year-old Justice asks us uh, every couple days, are we going to die? I don't want to die. Um, Well, somebody bring him in here so he can listen to this. (laughs) Um, Let's pray, and then we'll read uh, from Luke. Father, we know from your word that you love us, you gave up your own son for us, and so we pray that as we come to your gospel this morning to read about the events surrounding your son's birth into this world, that you would comfort and encourage us, especially as we face that uh, difficult topic that is before us. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. At the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. For the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So there is a strong statistical probability that uh, someday you are going to die. Uh, Would you like to accomplish more things before then? Think practically. What would you like to accomplish? What, um, what do you need to do before you will feel ready to die? See a bit more of the world? Um, do something memorable for the good of your community? Do something really significant in the service to God? Maybe you want to make it through kindergarten or get married Set aside a little more money for your spouse and your children. Write a will. Um, Let's say you've got a bucket list like that, right? And you've, um, you've actually accomplished everything on it by the age of 60. Then will you feel ready to die? My guess is that many of us would say we wouldn't feel ready to die until we were good and old. How many of you feel old? At what age are you planning on dying? In our passage this morning, Simeon is finally ready to die. How old do you think he is? People usually think of Simeon as being pretty old, maybe in his 80s. But the text doesn't say anything about his age. For all we know, he could be 30 years old. And ready to die. Right. We assume that he's ready to die at the end of a long, good, uh, good long life because that's what we think it takes for us to be prepared for death. But honestly, there's a sense in which no one is ever prepared to die. Uh, no one should ever want to die. Death is not a natural part of this life. It's the enemy of life. It's a curse that hangs over all the world. And I would guess that most of the time it probably hurts a lot. And there's a lot about death that causes us fear. Fear of pain. Fear of the unknown. Fear for those who survive us. Fear that we'll lose everything when we expel that last breath. Fear that everything we've done in life will be for nothing. But there's also a sense in which uh, even though No one should ever want to die. There's a sense in which anyone can be prepared to meet death at any time with courage and hope and peace. And that's what happened to Simeon when he met Jesus. Uh, Nunc Dimittis is the song that we're looking at this this morning. and It's the traditional name of it. it's, It's Latin for now you are dismissing. Now you are letting depart, which comes from the first line of his prayer of blessing. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. Verse 26, It had been revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. And Simeon had believed God's word to him and had been waiting for the consolation of Israel, God's comfort coming to his people in their salvation. And if ever people needed consolation, needed comfort and peace, it's because of death. Death is the enemy that hunts everyone down, that none of us can evade forever. Death is the big brick wall that no one can see around. Death is absolutely terrifying and it should cause us all to weep. The only comfort that will stop our tears, that will strengthen our hearts, is knowing that We have a friend who is stronger than our greatest enemy. For thousands of years, God promised the coming of this friend. Even though every human who ever lived deserved to die under God's righteous anger against sin, God promised a Savior, a Messiah, someone to deliver us from the curse and from the power of death. And Simeon was told that he would see this Savior. With his own eyes, And when he looked at where God pointed, he saw a baby. The Son of God, who dwelt in eternity before all worlds began, bursting with everlasting life and joy and love, was born a little baby boy into this world that's covered with death's dark curtain. And the baby was called Jesus, which means God saves. And he was called that because he would grow to save his people from their sins and from death by living the life that they should have lived in obedience to God's law, by dying the death that they deserve to die under God's curse, and by conquering death and the grave in his resurrection. Our friend Jesus has beat back our greatest enemy, death. Jesus, by his righteous sacrifice on our behalf, has stripped death of its power to rob us, of everlasting life. He has left our enemy dead in the dust. Jesus has left a gaping hole in the brick wall, letting us see through to the other side, to the unfading glory that awaits those who love him, who trust him. Jesus came to win heaven for us, and at the cross he paid the full price of victory in his blood. And Jesus has promised that upon our death, We will be with him in God's joyful presence forever. So death is no longer an impossible fear. Philip Ryken says, Anyone who has seen Jesus with the eyes of faith is prepared to die. And anyone who has not seen him is not ready to die at all. Nothing more than what you've heard in the gospel is truly going to help you prepare to die. You can't do enough to be ready. You can't get enough to be ready. You can only rely on what Jesus has already done for you in love. So do you trust that his sacrifice is sufficient for you? Do you believe that your friend has already beaten your enemy and offers his own everlasting life for you to enjoy? Do you believe that God's love is great enough to take you through the grave and into immortal glory? I tell you that it is true. Let me close with the words of one of my favorite songs, Jesus Lives and So Shall I, by Christian Gellert. Jesus lives and so shall I. Death, thy sting is gone forever. He who deigned for me to die lives the bands of death to sever. He shall raise me from the dust. Jesus is my hope and trust. Jesus lives, and death is now but my entrance into glory. Courage then, my soul, for thou hast a crown of life before thee. Thou shalt find thy hopes were just. Jesus is my hope and trust. Amen.